talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wiser. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Fight Club. We're super excited to be here with you on this Tuesday morning. Um, just going to go through briefly again, just kind of talk about um, ourselves, introduce you guys to ourselves, uh, to each other briefly, and then um, jump right into topics. That way we can use all of our time wisely. Um, so my name is Taylor, and I work for Mr. Pipeline Internet Marketing, as well as run a pressure washing company with my husband. And I like to cover all things marketing for you guys, and really excited today to talk about content. Um, it's something that's super crucial for marketing campaigns across the board in different avenues. So really excited to give some insider knowledge as to what's going on in the content world. And hi everybody, I'm Megan Likes and I'm the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online where I educate and empower small business owners to know their numbers so they can run more profitable businesses in good times and in bad. And I'll be talking about all things finances related here uh, in Fight Club. Uh, and this week as a preview, we're gonna be talking more about the PPP. Awesome. And I am Michelle Myers, Pink Collars, and I talk about systems and operations. And this week I'm going to do part two of a series on Bamboo HR and how it's helped to um, manage all of our folks and all of our documents here at Pink Collars. Thanks so much. And I'm Martha Woodward. I am co-founder of Quality Driven Software software that measures employee performance tracking, among other things, and then um, the pay for performance coaching program I have. And I'm going to be talking about how your culture can compete with the unemployment pay that they were getting. So not in pay, but in appreciation and the things that you can do to make them feel valued. Got some great topics today. So super excited to really start diving into them. Um, feel free to comment, feel free to ask questions. We're here to make sure we can be as um, big, biggest assets to you guys in this group and on this page. So we're gonna jump right in with content. Um, I'm sure everyone has heard the old phrase that content is king, um, but is it really still king anymore? Is that the case? Is putting anything online going to generate the best type of return for your business? Um, and the reality is it's not the case anymore. You can't really just kind of um, keyword stuff as um, some SEO companies or even um, small business owners have done in the past, where you just kind of throw keywords on a page, kind of insert them in random uh, sentences don't really make sense to the normal consumer as they're reading through your paragraphs on your website. Um, that's something that I've seen as an age old tactic that is, is definitely going by the wayside now. Because one of the first things that you really can do to ramp up your content to make sure that it's connecting with your users is to think about your user, to understand where they're coming from when they're landing on your website. If you're a service-based company, um, I'll use a example for my, my husband and I's business. You know, we're a power washing company. We provide a service to individuals to clean their homes and to bring their homes back to a beautiful, clean, spotless look that they may have not seen in, you know, a year to six months. 
So that user's end goal when they land on our website is to make sure that they can have a clean home. So if we're posting a bunch of photos of, you know, half dirty homes, half clean homes, yes, it's showing that before and after, but we always want to make sure we add enough photos and enough content information about how our cleaning process works, what we're doing for that client to get them to that clean home and um, eventually get that user to say, well, I'm comfortable with this process. I'm comfortable with their work that they've shown. And I want to be able to submit that form and contact them. So their end goal as a user coming to our company is I need a house cleaned. So we have to develop all of our content around that to make sure that when they see and land on our website, they're saying, wow, I, I know they can clean my home. I'm confident. I understand who they are as a business. I can see that they're people, that they're not just putting stock photos everywhere. So really your content all communicates with one another. So that's kind of the next piece I want to go into is not only knowing your user's goal and what your, or I should say your customer's goal is, but then also knowing how to communicate that goal to them. And for our business in particular, it's photos as well as, as well as text content. So they have to match well together, but they don't need to be exactly the same. So what I mean by that is you can have a photo that's showing a beautiful clean home. So it's not necessarily explaining the process in that clean home because it's cleaned. You don't have to see any of the dirty stuff prior to, but in our verbiage and the text on the website, we're going through our process. We're talking about how we pressure wash homes, how we use a soft washing process and inserting those keywords and very key points throughout the entire um, kind of page of content to make sure that it's mirroring and reflecting those images on the page. So that's one common mistake I've seen is kind of making sure that they're exactly the same and they don't have to be. You can be able to have that content be a little bit different in the photos versus the um, verbiage on the page and that's okay. Um, Cause you're still communicating that end goal of a story to explain what your process is and how you can ex um, exceed that service expectation to that client. So one of the next pieces is always be concise and on topic. Um, don't go too short. You, you know, there still is word counts and um, you know, pieces that do have to meet Google's criteria. So I don't recommend going super short on content. You know, definitely go above 500 words. Um, that's kind of the sweet spot right now. Um, if, and nothing really too much less than that, because anything less, it's, it's not showing Google that not as good user experience is going to happen because they're not getting enough information from you. So I know you might think that it, you're, you know, you're putting so much text on the page. I get that all the time. I don't want all this text on my page. I just want people to see our process and bulleted information and run with it. Well, unfortunately, if you ever want to do an SEO campaign in the future, or you are currently doing an SEO campaign, it can be hindering your results on that. So definitely always kind of keep in mind that 500 word count, because um, that is one of Google's criteria as to effectively keeping that SEO campaign um, and page and content ranking with them. So one thing is an example. I, you know, I've thought about a couple examples on how to explain this. Um, one of the you know best options that I can give you guys is the duplication. So people thinking that they are clients of mine thinking they have to do the same thing over, over and over again. I need to write a blog four times a month. The blog has to go out every single week. It has to be about this information and I can't do any other type of content. That's not the case. You know, there's 
Facebook has given us so many great options like we're doing now with you all on Facebook Live. You're able to do your own short video clips of a tutorial or even just an example of your process. You can be able to go to your um, your blog and you know go in a little bit more detail about that. Talk about specific products that you're using. And all of this is painting a picture to give clients trust. You're allowing that client to trust you as a business owner. You're allowing them to see who you are and who your company is, the work that you've provided. And then through the content, learn a little bit more about, like I said, the process and um, your business model. So really use your content to connect with that user because users nowadays want to know that we are people. As you can see, every one of us has a business. We, some of us multiple two, three. So we're not just robots behind these businesses. We're genuine human beings. And if you can connect on a personal level through your content with your customers, that's going to put you that next level above your competition. So best advice I can give you this week is make sure to take a look at your content, evaluate it from a consumer's eye. If you were going to purchase a product from your company, would you feel comfortable giving yourself a phone call just by the basic content you have on your website right now? Do you personally feel comfortable having yourself come to your home? And if that answer is no, then you need a little bit more of a personal connection. You might just need to put a little bit more information about the business on there and really get into your process a little bit deeper to allow that personal touch to come out. Um, I'll also go ahead and kind of drop when we do talk about homework, what I'm going to be assigning to you guys, but it is going to be a little bit of your content evaluation. And I'm here to help if you do have any questions, because I know this is kind of a big, broad piece that kind of blankets across a bunch of different avenues of marketing. Awesome. I'm like nodding the whole time going, that's yeah. me. <laughs> I know, me too. That's me, that's me. <laughs> I heard 500 words. <laughs> And I was like, oh, dang. Although that goes quicker than you think. It does. It goes a lot faster than you think, but it's it's essential. So that's one one little piece that people tend to miss out on. <laughs> yeah. Martha, were you the one that recommended they ask you answer to us? Martha Sheridan? I'm sure I did. I saw that a few years ago. I saw him the first time and um, and I, I remember sitting in that room thinking oh my gosh this is golden and why you know it's not so so revolutionary but yet nobody really does it i feel like that's what tay is saying is you know get in the mind of your customer answer their questions before they have them um and then that no like and trust of getting to know us as the owner yeah. so it's awesome uh, okay, well, I I would love to talk about something other than the PPP one of these <laughs> weeks, but I just, there's nah. too much here, so I'm the PPP girl, yay, so here is your <laughs> weekly PPP update, uh, Paycheck Protection Program, that's what the PPP stands for, and um, I have some really good news, so last week, they reopened the PPP portal with, um, with a, a whole bunch of new funding. And I am an accountant, so I'm not usually a gambler or a better, uh, but I bet a nickel that the funds would be gone in 72 hours and that there would be over 2 million loans this time. And I was wrong. I was wrong. It, the funds aren't gone. It's a whole week later and the funds are only halfway gone, which is really good news. So what that means is if you don't have a PPP yet, it's not too late. 
you should fix that today. And I know this is like maybe the fourth week that I've said that, but I'm going to say it again, fix it today. Uh, if you are experiencing economic impact and you have not explored the payroll protection program loan yet, you absolutely should. Um, it, it's going to be a really, really good gift for your business. I, my, I have an eye twitch, so I'm going to take off my glasses because I can't even see. Um, okay, so here's what we know so far. Yesterday, the SBA dropped uh, some information, no, two days ago, Sunday, they dropped some information for us about the first round of funding, and it's looking a lot better. Um, we have issued more than $2 million of these uh, payroll protection program loans in the second round of funding. Um, and that's exciting. Uh, the average loan this time was $79,000 as opposed to over $200,000. So they're much smaller loans. They're going to smaller businesses. Um, they've exhausted $175 billion at this point, but there's still about $175 billion to go. And 71% uh, of those loans were for less than $50,000. So this time the money feels like it's really going to small businesses who are needing help with their payroll, which is fantastic. Um, we've been waiting for those of you that already have your PPP. Uh, congratulations, Denise, she got her funding. For those of you that already have your PPP money, we've been waiting, not very patiently, I think I check every 10 to 15 minutes, um, for guidance from SBA and Treasury <laughs> to figure out how do we do this whole forgiveness thing? Because I got a really interesting email this week and that email had a number that I hadn't really thought about yet. The number was 56, 56 days from the time the money hits your bank account to the time that you have to spend it all appropriately in order to get forgiveness. When I think about it, when, you know, we've been saying eight weeks, everybody says eight weeks, but then when you say 56 days, I'm like, oh my goodness, like that's going to go really fast. And it is absolutely going to go really fast. So um, update one is we are not, um, we're not out of funding yet, so if you haven't gotten your PPP, you still have a chance. I have a feeling I'm not going to bet again because I rarely bet and I already lost a bet, but uh, you know, it's going to yeah. keep going. So maybe another week, maybe less, not sure. Um, and 56 days is the amount of time we have to spend our money once we've had it received. So if you received your PPP like Denit did, you got your funding into your bank account, I highly recommend that you put that into a separate bank account a bank account just for PPP related things and you start spending it as soon as it's deposited on its appropriate causes. So payroll, rent, mortgage interest, utilities. These are the things that we know right now. There are a whole bunch of other discussions about things that we may be able to do. And I think that I, I can't give you any advice yet because I would just be speculating. It's going to depend on every single bank. What are the other cool things that we get to do? But the intention of the program is that you rehire your staff, you put them to work, and you pay them from this money. So stop worrying about how to optimize it or how to maximize it or how to rig it or how to game it. Just start there. And then I promise I will let you know as soon as I have some cool planning strategies. And I will let you know how we can optimize the heck out of this 56 days. Days. But the clock is ticking if you've already received your money. And so you should be spending it on payroll and get creative. Like if you are trying, we're going to talk a lot, Michelle and Martha are going to talk a lot about bringing people back to work, encouraging them to work, motivating them to work, getting to work with them in the most efficient way. But if you're having trouble bringing people back, then you need to have job listings out. And I know Martha gave us great homework a week or two ago about our job listings. 
Um, if you if you've been wanting to hire a position that you've been a little afraid of, maybe you call it an internship and you just try it out for one or two months. Like now is the time because you can use this money to um, to pay people. So let's let's go hire some people and pay them. Uh, and then I had a, a weird like just putting it in perspective comment. Um, and I don't, maybe this is a little doom and gloom, but that's okay. I'm the money person. And I read this money statistics. So I threw it in my notes for today. So Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's company, their losses in the first quarter were $50 billion. And that number like shocked me because I've been feeling like, oh, you know, March was so hard. April was so hard. May has to be better. And, and the reality is it is going to get better. And everybody is hurting at every level. Everybody's experiencing economic impact. And we are here to help you fight. That's why we have Fight Club, because we're going to help you fight through that. And the PPP is a really good opportunity to fight through some of the hard, some of the bad. So um, let's see. There's just a couple of comments. Can I increase salaries, Diane Daniel, or give bonuses with PPP? You can increase salaries, Diane. Bonuses, I'm not sure yet, depending on the guidance. They say if you've been in the habit of giving bonuses before, then absolutely continue to give those bonuses. Uh, thanks to Martha, pay for performance, we give weekly bonuses, and those bonuses are now just going to be a little bit bigger. Um, and then in terms of increasing salaries, you can do that. It seems like the more clarification we get just verbally from SBA, the more they're going to really rely on your full-time employee equivalents. So headcount is going to matter, it looks like. So make sure that you have enough payroll to spread across enough people um, so that you can maximize that forgiveness. And then Regina says 56 calendar days, not business days, and that's right. 56 calendar days from the day the money hits your bank account to the day that you can no longer spend to qualify for PPP forgiveness. And that's that's what I have on money and PPP. That's awesome. That's good, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if they increase salaries during this time, is like legally, do they have to keep the salaries that high or can they go back down to regular rate or how's that work? Or yeah, do you not? I mean, in California, we do not like lowering pay. That never is a good thing. So we did increase salaries slightly because our theory was we're a little short staffed and we're hiring. We hired two people last week. We're hiring two more people this week. So we're onboarding them as quickly as we think we can train them. Um, but the people that, that we had brought back from that we had laid off, those people we gave raises to, um, and we gave them an, a sustainable raise. And our theory was you're working harder and you know, you're showing us that you're stepping up and you were willing to come back to work. So we gave them a raise. The other compensation that I'm doing for like kind of pumping them up, I'm doing in my bonuses because that's easier for me to fluctuate. Like our staff is used to those weekly bonuses changing every couple of months anyway. Um, so it's a good point, Martha. I would just be careful. Whatever you promise now, I mean, we've talked every week about communication and transparency and all of that. So whatever you promise now, you're going to want to be able to, um, to keep up two months from now. But I'm hopeful because the thing I mentioned last week that I was so excited about the PPP is when you start paying payroll with your PPP money and not with your operating money, that operating money is accumulating. So, uh, you know, our, we use the profit first method, which is an absolutely beautiful time to use the profit first method. 
and um, we transfer based on our percentages to all of our accounts. And then our operating expense account, that percentage is not appropriate during this time because we're saving about 40% in these, these costs that are allowable for forgiveness and are being paid from PVP money. So that 40%, it goes to savings every week. And, and I, I just, I think it's the coolest thing. Jeff, the first day he did, you've all seen the whiteboard calendar, the first day he did the whiteboard calendar, he came in and he's like, you're not going to believe how low expenses are this week. And I was like, you're right, I'm not, tell me. And so that's <laughs> fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. I am going to finish or kind of go to the next level on Bamboo HR today. I know we had some feedback on Bamboo HR, and I think there were some concerns about pricing, correct? I mean, that's kind of what I saw was people were a little bit concerned about pricing. So I wanted to go through today and talk about um, all of the features that make it a really good value and then talk about some of the other tools that we use that are free that you might be able to supplement if you're not ready to make the jump to something like Bamboo HR. So I wanted to be kind of sensitive to that today um, and talk about why I think Bamboo HR has so many features that make it really a good value. So we talked last week about hiring and doing hiring ads and being able to filter through applicants being able to rate those applicants, send them, you know, uh, documents or emails and be able to communicate with them throughout the process of the hiring. Um, but once you do send an offer letter, the greatest thing or one of the greatest things about Bamboo HR is that it starts a sequence for you that you set up as the business owner and the hiring sequence begins um, and it's automated, which is my favorite word. It has to be automated or else it will not happen sometimes in my business even. Um, and so you set up an, an automated sequence of tasks to introduce the new person to your company. And so we set out and we typically hire um, on a Friday or a Monday and our first day of work is typically on a Wednesday and that works just well for me as a business owner. I want to spend the first few hours with the new person and really, you know, kind of talk to them and spend that morning with them. And that's really the best day for us um, internally. So I always have this the first day um, really kind of set up exactly the way I'd like to have it happen. And those first few tasks that I set to the person usually start on the Monday after they've been sent the offer letter and they've accepted it. So two days out, we have the new employee download Slack to their computer. The Bamboo HR sequence gets kicked in so they get an email. It introduces them to what Slack is. It tells them exactly how to sign up, exactly how to put it on their computer for their first day of work. Um, the first or the next day, so one day out from their start date, they get all the login credentials for their Slack account sent to them again automatically. So everything we do really happens in the Slack environment. That's really where we, we house all of our communication. And so getting them in that environment before the first day is really helpful so that they're completely ready and there's no stress on that first morning. If they have any issues, we always have either the team lead or myself with a cell phone number at the bottom of those sequences that says, hey, reach out to us by cell phone if you're having trouble getting anything um, downloaded or ready. And then the day of a sequence begins after I get on with them on Slack and introduce myself and kind of talk about the company a little bit. And they have to begin their Gusto information. So Gusto is our payroll provider. I know a lot of us use Gusto. Um, and so the cool thing about Gusto 
is that you do send those invites to the person's personal email. You don't send it to the company email that you've assigned them to as a new employee. The reason why we do this is because we really want them to be able to have access to all of their documents throughout the entire duration of the relationship they have with you and beyond. If they don't work with you a few years from now, it's important that they have access to Gusto through their personal email account. So that explanation and sequence goes out on the first day of why that happens that way. Um, they are also asked to scan all of their I-9 documents for their first day. That's another thing that's really nice to just have finished and ready. And then review and sign their employment agreement. Bamboo HR makes signing things um, a legal binding document. It's actually authenticated and dated and timestamped. And it's really awesome because it automatically goes into their um, Bamboo HR files. And I love that part because I don't have to chase down having someone have to scan something and then sign it as a PDF and then get it back to me. It's automatically done through Bamboo HR. Um, my awesome and most favorite feature, and I think this is worth every penny of Bamboo HR, is that it triggers a review sequence for every new employee based on their hiring date. So the minute they enter into Bamboo HR and begin putting in these documents, a hiring sequence begins that triggers all of their reviews. And so here at Pink Collars, we do a 30, 60, 90 day review for that first you know, initial period of time that they're with us. And then a six month review and then annual reviews. And the greatest part about that is that those reviews automatically get triggered to the team lead. It's an interactive PDF that the team lead gets to fill out about the employee and the employee gets to have comments as well. And then those PDFs get signed by each person. They then get triggered to get signed by me or our HR representative, whoever's in charge of HR. Um, and that is incredibly powerful as the owner because I get to watch how people are feeling in their job, um, what the team lead really feels about them. And that interactive PDF and the ability for both people to fill that out in one platform and sign it and get it filed I think is super powerful. I know that we've had lots of different platforms in the past and we have never been able to really get those 30, 60, 90, six month and one year reviews taken care of. And I know that's incredibly helpful, um, not only for the employee, but for the team. And so that's, that's really where I think the beauty is in Bamboo HR is getting those things done. Um, we, we questioned you, we were hard I know, you guys were tough we were on like me. Well, Michelle, what about Gusto? Well, Michelle, what about quality Well, Michelle, what about, don't yep. these things do this already? And Michelle they kept pushing back and she's like, I need it to be automated. I need yep. to not touch anything. Yep. And I kept thinking about and every review Jeff misses. And I was like, oh, I get exactly. it. Exactly. Oh. And, and, and to be fair, Gusto does have the ability to have documents signed. I mean, you can upload a document in Gusto and have the employee sign it, no problem. And that's free. The problem is, is that there's no way to modify that document for each individual within your organization. And being able to do a review that's a fillable PDF and automated and sequenced out so that the team lead has it on their calendar, the employee has it on their calendar, and then I get a signed copy. I mean, that's just gold right there because I'll never get it done if it's relying on me. And we've had people in the HR role before, and they've even had challenges getting that stuff done because it's so many people and so many times that we want to interact with them. So 
that that right there is just the gem of of bamboo hr um, and then in addition to all of those things there are performance reviews there's an entire sequence of offboarding which i'll go through um, later um, maybe next week and then my second favorite see part of bamboo hr is it gives you the ability as an employee to manage your time off as everybody knows every employee is going to need a doctor's appointment or a kid's event or something is going to need to happen and being able to request that time off have that time off approved and then appear on a calendar that the entire organization sees is beautiful um, paid time off does have we do have the ability to do paid time off in gusto our payroll provider um, but unpaid time off they don't have a series for that and so you just can't do that um, and that's the calendar feature I think is just terrific so I think that that's awesome also it houses birthdays and anniversaries on the calendar so every week I get like a little snapshot of what's happening for the week and I triggered it to come to a slack channel for me on Monday so I know that week if we have a birthday or an anniversary or something that's going on with one of the team members and it triggers a reminder for me on that exact day but every Monday I get kind of like an overview of what's happening in the calendar so as the owner I can kind of see a snapshot of okay I've got a birthday on Thursday and I've got a review that's due on Friday and I'll see kind of what's happening in HR so that's also very helpful. I know we were so talking. organized. I'm always like, God, I know. I'm sitting here thinking, wow. Yeah. I know. It like blows my mind. Yeah, that's so organized. But um, and we're gonna be talking later about something, and I'm thinking, man, Michelle, you know at what we're going to talk about. Oh, that's awesome. Could, that could be her section. It could be. Um, the calendar is awesome. All of those things are fantastic. But I just want everybody to know that you can think of Bamboo as more than just a filing cabinet in the sky for all of your paperwork that you don't want to deal with. I Like I tell everybody in my world, I'm allergic to paper. I don't like it. I want it all to be right. Just like you, Megan. Megan's yeah. totally allergic yeah. to paper too. Um, and it's more than just a repository for documents. It's really a place where you can plug in an individual in the future if you're doing all the HR, like right now I am for our company, um, if you're doing all the HR, if you create a system, sort of an ecosystem where a new employee could be housed and they could get plugged into Bamboo HR, they could legitimately run all human resources issues, time off, reviews, um, birthdays, anniversaries, all of these things could be in one place and it could really give them a, a great deal of ownership over their role. And that's really why I think systems are so important because you're thinking about who is this person going to be in the future. I may only have three employees today or four employees today. Why would I invest in a system like that? Well, I can tell you that once you get over 20, 25, 30, 35, something like this is almost necessary. In fact, it's really necessary for us because I can't do it without some sort of a system. So. I think it's a consistent and known process for our team members. It really gives new employees an advantage because they know that you're organized, they can see what's coming, and they feel like really confident starting their first day. So I, I can't say enough good stuff about it. And I will put another link at the bottom if anybody wants to do um, a trial period, they do a trial period and it's great. So that's all I got on Bamboo. 
Denise wants to know about cost again. And we kind of pushed Michelle. We're like, you're going to talk did. about it again. But everybody says it's so expensive. And aren't there other solutions? And and, yeah. and she kind of sold us. I, I don't know. I think she just sold you too. But she sold us like, no, yeah. it's the automation. It's the ease of yes. use. It's the inclusiveness. And the automation, I think, is worth every penny. It ends up because I have kind of the highest level that they have. And then mine does integrate or ours does integrate with Gusto. And it does integrate with T-Sheets and it integrates with some of the other time tracking and payroll providers that we utilize. And so for me, it ends up being around $10 per employee per month. But even if one person misses an anniversary or you miss a birthday i mean how invaluable is that you can't go back and get that back if you missed somebody's birthday or a special day for them and then you also can't get it back to be able to track and document issues that you may be having with a team member and you do have to lay them off or you do have to dismiss them from that job you have all of those 30 60 and 90 day reviews to really support your decision as a business owner and that's really helpful at this time especially so today when we were you know well, when we were talking about it too i know how you i love how you said you set it up to be able to have someone come in and be able to do that job yeah. i think that's so essential with yeah. systems like you have set up for your business um the way you have that designed and you know have explained it so far it's so easy to hire into that position at this point because you've got it all laid out on a perfect roadmap for anyone yeah. at this point yeah and you want to bring in somebody into a position in your business that you not only need their help of course but you want them to feel successful and they can't feel successful if you've got no real backbone for them to stand on. You know, they're like, okay, well, we send a PDF here and then it kind of goes over here and then we upload it to the cloud there and then we share it to Google Docs here and it turns into a mess. And people, I found that you can have so much more success with employees if you give them some sort of parameters. And so systems for me are really, they coincide with putting people in those seats in the future as the business scales. And if I'm constantly thinking of, okay, when we have 500 employees, is this going to still work? That's really where it gets me excited. Cause I wanna make things that work for four people and 400. And that that's what I love about systems. <laughs> I love that it's like, Martha, I'm picturing when you used to do your virtual tours of your office and you have all those workflows, like this is a place for those workflows to live digitally yeah. that everybody kind of knows ahead of time what's happening there. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, a couple of things, Michelle, not that it wouldn't be valuable for all of us, but you, your core value has to be systems. And, <laughs> you know, if you and and you are attracting employees who I would think crave systems. And so if they were to come in and not have this incredibly organized process. It's like I set the tone in my company when they come in and start training, I'm setting the tone on our core values. And, um, and I always do talk about when people come in and they're new to your company. And if you are just like putting out fires everywhere, yeah. you may be, but if they see you putting out yeah. fires everywhere, then you've lost them. Yeah, I mean, it makes them nervous. Yeah, and and you basically said to them, "We're 
we just fly by the seat of our pants, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't want that. I mean, our no. values are transparent, proactive, comprehensive, and proactive. And I worked for like six months last year trying to come up with those words. And it's so interesting because all three of them have to do with systems. A system yeah. that can be transparent is really easy for everybody to see and understand. Yeah. A system that can be comprehensive covers all the bases. And then a system that's proactive gets everybody success. So right. I, I love that. That's just how my brain works. <laughs> Can you talk about Slack soon? Because I will. You're slowly converting me. I know. Very slowly. I'm not stoked about it, but I, you know, it's an easier sell than Voxer, I think. Yeah. And I love Voxer. No offense. And we do use video and audio on Slack, and there are great apps to do a Voxer-like experience within Slack. Because I agree that you know your tone and intonation, how you sound is really important and people could read a text and feel like incriminated in some way. Um, so I think voice is really beneficial, but we just kind of do a lot of video in our environment and that seems to help. So. Well, and one other thing, Michelle, you don't have an office manager, correct? We do not, no, we do not. So the money that you spend on some of these systems yep. is so much cheaper than having an office manager. And, and honestly, you would have to have an office manager if you didn't have these systems. That's true. And this automation makes it so easy because I can divest a lot of that responsibility to my team leads. And they're the ones that are really, that are making those decisions and doing those reviews and really helping us find the last hire. They kind of do those last um, interviews. And so they're really kind of each individual one is kind of sharing the burden of HR within their own team. And again, I think that helps them take even more ownership over their team because they're bringing an individual in and then walking them through that process and being a part of that with Bamboo HR the whole, the whole time. So there is not a HR person that's sort of off in the ethosphere that <laughs> comes in and does something. They kind of manage their own teams in that way. And it gives yeah. them, I think, a lot of power. So I love that part. Yeah, and systems like this create the accountability. So yeah. if and when you bring somebody in to you know, replace your role in sure. that, you know, they're responsible for the birthdays or anniversaries yep. or this or that, um, then without a system, yeah. it's like you have to do a lot of handholding. Yeah. But once you get a system in place, that system is the handholder, you know, yeah. that walks them through it. And it's there throughout time. I mean, you've had enough employees to know that every person does something different, right? They're going to do it a little bit different than even how you explain it or train it. You can say, okay, this is how we organize birthdays in our company. And then, you know, you'll have one person that'll go way off the reservation. So it just happens. And the fact that it's all housed in one place and everybody does it the same way, I don't think there's a value you can put on that as an owner because that's just easy and you know what's happening. Well, it yeah. feels like you're building culture with systems. And I know, Martha, you kind of said a core value, but <laughs> like, I'm, ex you know, like culture has been huge for us right now. And I think Jeff is craving the systems to be more organized so that he can be more consistent with the culture. But Martha, I know you had some, yeah. some ideas about culture and competing with unemployment yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 
Michelle, I'll let you type into Samantha. She's oh, okay. asking what other systems you use besides Bamboo HR. Um, and before I go on, let's see, Danit is asking Megan thoughts on utilities for PPP. Can you include the software? I'm not sure. Of software. And we can come back. I think we've got a couple. Yeah, I'm not sure yet, Denise. We don't have any guidance about that. Okay, so you want me to go on? Yeah. Um, okay, so we all know that, I, I don't know about you, but I, I did have a little bit of guilt pulling my employees off of this gig to sit home and get 600 extra dollars, you know? Um, I mean, I love my employees, but I needed them back. And so if, first off, you really have to already have had that culture to be able to pull them back and, and it be okay. But even if you didn't, there are a few things you can do to Kind of salvage things and even if you do you can't just stop and uh and, and in my opinion you have to work a little bit harder and with me being 90 miles away some of this stuff well and not have anybody in the office some of this mm -hmm. stuff is so much harder than it used to be when i had somebody there but i digress so here's some things that you can do um and i've done really almost all of these and they go over really well. So if they're, you know, if they're working long days and um, you're asking them to do more or, well, and they don't even have to be working long days, wearing those masks and putting on the PPP, PPE, <laughs> um, that is daunting, you know, uh, I wear those masks for short periods and I think, oh man, I, I really hate to have to work in this all day. So there are things that you can do to make it easier. So for me, most of the people that work at my company are females. And when they get off work, they are going home and making dinner and, you know, facing kids, spouse, whatever. Um, so there's things that I can do to make that easier for them. I can do things like go to the houses that they're at and drop a card with a gift card and, you know, put it under their windshield wiper or um, in the summer, we've been basically like the virtual ice cream truck and go to the jobs and and you know they come out and have ice cream and you know not only i hate to say it this way but not only are you earning points with your employees but the clients like to see that too and sometimes the neighbors are even watching on how you take care of your staff so those are great things to do for many reasons um I have done it where like I get pizzas that there's a place called Papa Murphy's. I don't know if that's around everywhere, but they get, well, or Walmart or whatever, have pizzas that are ready to put in the oven that are fresh. And I have gotten um, 
pizzas and bags of salad for people and you know told them dinners on me and they go pick that up um if you have i mean right now you're supposed to be spending that ppp money and so hopefully you have some extra staff like a floater a trainer a field manager hopefully you have somebody you know you have a little bit of wiggle room there in your staffing and so you can take turns and I've also done this where your employee thinks they have X number of jobs on the day, but you have, I usually was my field manager, but I would have my field manager know that they were going to go and replace them on maybe that last job. And then we send the employee home, but we go ahead and pay them for that time. Um, you know, they love that, especially we would do it a lot on a Friday, um, but that went over well. And then another thing now, this one I've never done, but I've heard people talk about, and I think now's a great time, but so maybe you would stack your jobs Monday through Thursday and you'd have fake jobs on the schedule for Friday. And so they all think, I've done it to a certain degree, but not a full day. They all think they're coming in and having maybe a meeting and then they have to go do these jobs. And they come in and sure you have a meeting, maybe a short and sweet meeting, but then you say, all right, you don't have any jobs today. I was just kidding. <laughs> we are gonna go you know to the park or we're gonna go on a scavenger hunt or we're gonna have a cleaning the office party you know where you play music and have fun whatever <laughs> whatever fits your culture but there are things that you can do and should do to really try to make this a time where you're saying I appreciate you and I understand all of the extras that you're going through. So it's really just acknowledging that. So and we said we didn't have money for this stuff before. Like how many times do your students tell you that? I can't afford that. I can't do that. Right. And that's different for the next eight weeks, right? We have extra money for the next eight weeks and we need to spend it responsibly, but what better way to spend it than investing in the future of your company by investing in your people? Right, yeah. So um, I've seen Sarah Thompson, you know, she's doing a ton of things where mm -hmm. like they're picking up trash or, you know, doing some free cleanings for churches or this or that. Um, now, my favorite thing that she did not to cut you off was she had a she had a client who didn't feel comfortable having her come clean or didn't need her to come clean. So that client said, why don't we find a way to give the, pay this forward to somebody else. So that client and her came up with this plan to have the staff go clean up a park and then the client. The client was a financial planning firm. They got publicity saying, you know, we're cleaning up the parks of the city. 
and Sarah's staff got ours and got the feel goods. And then Sarah got that co-marketing and that like relationship yeah. alignment with the client. I mean, it was, right. it was brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. Is. It is. <laughs> Just make sure those things that you do, um, that you're subbing in are kind of semi fun and clean up a park, you know, especially if you have other staff members there that they can be definitely more than six feet apart, but it is different than their everyday job and it's outside and most of us love that. So anyway, yeah, super cool ideas, but your homework is going to be, oh, I'm not supposed to say that yet, am I? <laughs> Teaser. Teaser. You always get so excited about your homework. Yep, you try to get she loves it. No, I like homework. She loves I it. Took, I once took one of Martha's classes and I paid, I don't know, a very reasonable amount of money to take this class. And she was like, if you don't do your homework, I will kick you out of the class and I will not give you your money back. And I was She's like, serious. What? Yeah, that's Martha. She's serious. very serious. But it worked. It worked. <laughs> we got it. I do say that. I'm like, listen, if it doesn't help you, that means you didn't do the homework because there's got to be there's got to be something in there that will help you so mm -hmm. uh all right well that's all i had that, that's I, all i had yeah let's, let's six hundred dollars a week and like make your staff happy to come to work no big deal <laughs> no big deal <laughs> it's a superpower martha it's a superpower yeah. we're so grateful uh we're so so grateful it's been stressful. I mean, I'm sure you all feel this, right? Like, Michelle, are you still hiring? You were a little stressed about hiring um, last year before? Yeah, and yeah, we are, we're hiring. And I think my I think my challenge is similar to what Martha said. I think we have a lot of people out there right now that are getting unemployment and this extra money, and it's really hard to compete um, against that amount of money that they're making every week. So, I'm, I mean, I'm hopeful. We've gotten a bunch of great candidates, so we're making good strides, but it, it's been, it's been different than it has been in the past. I'll just say that. It just feels a little bit different. And Martha, you're hiring? Yes. And um, yes, we are. And as you're talking about that, though, Michelle, and I keep wanting to see your job ad, but uh, <laughs> I posted it in the group. Posted I in the posted group. it in the Trello board yesterday oh, for okay. your review. Oh, I got to look at it. I, I will look at it. But as you're saying that, Here's the thing, we need to be planting the seeds in people's head that this is not gonna last forever. Yeah. And you better grab a good job now because all these unemployed people are gonna be getting, you know, this is gonna end. And so a lot of people don't plan for the future like they should, but that ad needs to speak to them about get your good job now because there are so many unemployed people and we have limited spots available yeah so 30 million unemployment claims in the past six weeks three zero 30 million and the 600 dollars the four month finite window right yeah so come july every job that we have posted because tay are you guys hiring do you know um we are we're starting to hire this um this month here so all four of us are hiring all four of us are hiring and we're gonna have a hard time but come july 
we're gonna have our pick of 30 million people. Yeah. And Jeff, what Jeff found with the two people he hired this week, it was the best candidates he'd had in months. He was really, really delighted with the people that showed up to their interviews. And they showed up to their interviews. Like that never happens. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like uh, Diane is hiring as well with Enjoy Life Cleaning Services. So if anyone's in the Douglasville, Georgia area that may be listening, uh, okay. definitely make sure to check out her page. She dropped it in the comments there. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so now what do we now what do we do? We do homework. Is that what we do? Homework, do homework or do we do we want to do the, our teaser and then homework or yes yes All right. I like that do you want me to do that or somebody else yeah want to do you do it Martha you I do don't it. you do it okay all right so save the date which I don't know exactly the date <laughs> <laughs> save the week save the uh, week so um I believe it's like the end of September. So yeah. the 29th, 30th through October 4th ish. Um, and really leaning more towards that 1st of October through 4th ish. The four of us are going to be doing our first Fight Club for Business strategic planning session. And I'm so excited. It's, it's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. It's not a conference. It's not, you know, it's not a big thing. It's going to be limited to a small group of people. So we don't even know that yet. 1520 is going to be about how many we would do. But it's going to be all about getting things prepared for 2021 and you know we each have our strengths and so it'll be a workbook it'll be a sit down and get things done while you're there mm -hmm. it's going to be in a beautiful location in Colorado we'll announce that later but you're coming <laughs> off the summer and you're still you're sick of summer by that time and Colorado things should be turning you know the the trees should be beautiful by then and it's going to be intensive work but we're going to work into some retreat like activities and you know that'll come uh, we'll be in the mountains so we'll do some hiking we might work in some spa, something. <laughs> so we're thinking body, spirit, and work. Yeah. So anyway, it's going to be different because it's going to be doing. It's a doing yeah. retreat, a doing workshop. It's a yeah. come with your pain points and your problems and sit down with an expert and yeah. fix them. Like yeah. if you need i don't know what we're, we haven't figured out our topics but if you need help with your finances come talk to me if you need help with your systems yep. sit with michelle work <laughs> with her on slack and all of that if you need help with your marketing if you if you've been throwing spaghetti at the wall like i have sit with tay talk about that come up with a plan and if you need help with your culture and your employee management and your pay for performance strategies and attracting and retaining people you'll sit with martha and she will just spend time with you and 
I don't know. I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Uh, as you guys might know, Quality Driven has a conference and that's the end of February. Uh, but it, it is more of a conference. Um, although this one will be a little bit different because it's on a cruise ship, but still most everything that we go to is a conference and mm -hmm. this will be a work retreat and we will balance fun and mind and body things with work and, uh, and it's going to be pretty cool. So I see several of you are in the Colorado area. So Yay. It's not going to be, it's not going to be far from you at all. A couple hours from you, Denise. So anyway, and Gloria, I see yay in my backyard. Where are you at? <laughs> And while Gloria is responding, the dates are roughly, you know, around October 1st. We're not sure how long. We know it's going to be in Colorado. We'll announce the location later. But we just wanted to plant the seed that we've been enjoying Fight Club. And we think that yeah. it can be more than a weekly Facebook Live. <laughs> yep. It can help you get stuff done, hands-on, one-on-one. So. Yep. Yeah. All right. Homework. 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 Off of that exciting news, I don't know how I can follow that with homework, um, <laughs> but I guess it leads into our accountability, which is what we're all about. So um, my homework is going to be review one of your top service pages on your website. Um, for myself, that would be our power washing um, and pressure washing page. So if you're um, a main cleaning service, you know, review your main cleaning page. If you have a roofing company, review your repairs and installations page. Um, any small business, if it's a small business that's a mom and pop type shop, like a restaurant, review your homepage because that's really where people evaluate what your business is, is once they immediately land on that page. So evaluate that page, view it as if you're a consumer. If you would not purchase your product from yourself, let's evaluate why maybe there's not a personal connection there maybe there's not enough data about your company but let's review it together and we'll be able to get that all fixed up awesome, awesome. i wrote i wrote down my homework taya every week i write down my homework from you <laughs> all of you but yeah the marketing i really need help um so for me homework is if you've not applied for the ppp please do that before next week just before the money runs out. I don't think we're going to see more funding after this. So if you've been economically impacted and it's important that you've actually experienced economic impact, um, please apply. Um, then the, if you have applied and you've been funded, please put that money into a separate bank account. I know I gave you that homework last week, but it's really important that you, you get it in the right account so you can do the right account counting. And then switch your payroll to come from that new PPP account. Um, 56 days is going to go really fast. So you'll need the third thing I want you to do is if you've been funded, I need you to mark your calendar out 56 days. So you know what your timeline looks like. You know what your um, your turning into a pumpkin date is for um, mm -hmm. spending the money to be eligible for forgiveness. So those are my three pieces of homework. If you haven't applied, apply. If you have applied and have been funded, make sure it's in a separate bank account and switch over your payroll and then mark your calendar for 56 days from the day the money hit your bank account so that we know what your time horizon looks like. Awesome. 
And my homework is the same as last week. I want everybody to take another fresh look at Bamboo HR and see all of its features and automations and all the cool stuff. Remember onboarding, performance reviews, birthdays, anniversaries, any work information and offboarding can all happen in one place. And if you've got any more than five employees, I mean, I know it's hard to keep up even at our size. And I think that anybody can really utilize Bamboo HR. So I'm gonna put the link um, to try the free trial. Everybody should kick the tires on it this week and take a look at it um, with fresh eyes because it does have a lot of features that are pretty awesome. <laughs> And I, I was just sitting here thinking, do you, for full disclosure, do yeah. you get any kickbacks for people using Bamboo HR? For Bamboo HR, I do not. No, no. Okay. I don't, I don't have referral links for many of the companies that I talk about. Um, Trainial reached out to me based on this actual event and asked me to be a referring partner for them. So they're just getting that set up. Um, but no, none, none of the others. It's just a straight link straight to the website. You can go and find out more. So, Okay. And that's what I thought. But for people listening, I know I always, when people are really selling something, you know, and that yeah. this is great, this is great. You always, especially in this day and age, um, kind of wonder about the motivation. And I did not think that you had any type of referral link for that other than helping people get discounts or the free yeah. trial. So yep. I want to clarify that. Okay. Yeah, no. My homework is I want you to do something between now and our next meeting where you do an act of appreciation for your employees. And um, that's a good one for me to talk about next week remind me to you three <laughs> remind me <laughs> that I want to talk about that book the five love languages Ooh, for business okay. where you can figure out what your staff's love languages are and honestly for my staff almost everybody is um it's an act of service I believe is what or Wait a minute. I have to go back and look. <laughs> Whatever. I haven't looked at the five love languages in a while. What is the not not service? Um, what is the appreciation one? Words of affirmation. Yeah. Affirmation. There you go. And uh, anyway, so this ties in very nicely with that. And uh, I do think I've talked about it many times, but our employees a lot of times come with lower self-esteem than maybe we have. And those acts of appreciation and saying you're important go a long way, more yeah. than just saying, I know you're working in PPE equipment. It, yeah. It's saying you are special to me and I recognize you. Yeah. So, all right, that's all I have. <laughs> Who's doing our quote of the week? Uh, I'll go. I am. So, I can do it. You ready? Yeah, absolutely. So our quote of the week this week is the lower you fall, the higher you'll fly. I love that one. 
I love it. And when I have dreams, I know that I, I'm always a bird. So I don't know about anybody else. I'm, a, I'm always flying somewhere. So I love it. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. And a reminder, all of our quotes come from Fight Club, the movie. So we are it not is. about physical violence, but we are absolutely about fighting for your business. <laughs> and, um, and we're here to help prop you up and pump you up and help you yeah. with that fight. Yeah. Sounds good. All, all right. right. Awesome. Everybody have a super day out there. Have a wonderful <laughs> day and a great week. Bye. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.